Welcome to Chemo Chair Prayers, and I'm your host, Nikki Hardy, and this is episode 15. Chemo Chair Prayers is a podcast for anyone who's heard the words, It's Cancer. Having lost both my mum and sister to cancer, I was diagnosed, and despite being determined to survive, it wasn't all that long until surviving was all I was doing living a life I'd neither planned nor signed up for. Over time, I discovered that with God, life doesn't have to be pain-free to be full. And I learned how to thrive, not just survive, right in the midst of my cancer. If you're struggling to keep fear and worry at bay, to trust God no matter what, or simply need a little faith boost and to feel God's arms around you so you can journey on with strength, peace, trust, and yes, even joy, you're in the right place. So take a seat, grab your cup of tea, let your shoulders relax, and allow me to lead you in a short story and a prayer using our guided prayer practice with the acronym TRUST, followed by a simple, practical invitation for the days ahead. As I slowly gained consciousness, it seemed that every single cell in my body was screaming with agony. I had had to have major surgery to be re-plumbed. Yes, re-plumbed. If you don't know, I am a colorectal cancer survivor, or more specifically, a rectal cancer survivor, and I needed to have a large chunk of my plumbing removed. I'll say no more, other than to say that along with the section that they removed, they took 30 lymph nodes, and I ended up with an ostomy bag attached to my stomach where I could walk, talk, poop and worship in church all at the same time. But as I gained consciousness, every part of me hurt and hurt so badly. This surgery was meant to get me better, but it had left me in absolute agony. I had a morphine drip where I could click a clicker and morphine would pump into my veins. As the morphine made its way around my body, the pain would subside, I would fall asleep until I woke, racked with pain again. And so it continued through my recovery, even when I was home and had pills to, in theory, dull the pain. This week on Chemo Chair Prayers, we're talking about pain. Because none of us goes far in our cancer journey before we encounter the reality of pain, physical pain. Yes, pain from the disease itself, but also pain from the surgery, pain from the meds, pain from the myriad of poking and prodding our bodies are confronted with and have to endure. And if you're in pain today, I want to say I'm so sorry. My heart goes out to you because I know what it's like. And that's why I want to get personal with pain today. In part because pain is personal but also because even though I'm not a doctor and can't advise on soothing medicine for the body, I've experienced this kind of pain myself and it's my hope that sharing my personal experience will in some way be soothing medicine for your soul. And I really want that for you because it sometimes seems like there is always some sort of pain going on with cancer. I went from surgery to radiation burns to aches and pains in my joints, to headaches, to nausea. There was always something. And I remember meeting a woman in the waiting room of the radiation department who was struggling so much and in so much pain. Her lips were dry and cracked. 
I could see the redness on her scalp through her thinning chemo-balled hair, and she sat looking so worn down by her pain. All I could do was rummage in my purse and look amongst the fluff and the pens at the bottom where I found a mint, thankfully wrapped, that I could offer her to soothe her dry and parched mouth where she had been dealing with esophageal cancer and the radiation burns that went along with it. We connected, because we connected through our pain, because pain is personal. I wish I could simply wave a magic wand and remove all your pain, but unfortunately it doesn't work that way. And there are times where it lurks and it drains us and we wonder if it will ever let us go. So instead, I want to share with you some personal relief to this very personal problem. God doesn't always take our pain away, but he does understand. Jesus experienced a lot of pain, getting to the point where he was asking if God would take that cup from him. His father didn't, but he did bring relief through relationship. Psalm 34.18 says, God is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And that's what pain does, isn't it? It breaks our heart and crushes our spirit. But God offers a personal solution to a personal problem. Himself, his presence, his comfort, his calming balm. And we talked a little about this in last week's episode, We talked about loneliness in our cancer journey and how, even in the valley of the shadow of death, we can fear no evil because he is with us. Now, there is a danger that this might seem like spiritual wishful thinking. You're probably thinking, surely his spiritual presence can't relieve my physical and very real personal pain. But let me explain how it works. As I said, I want to get personal with you because pain is personal. After my surgery, my doctor gave me the most helpful bit of advice. He said, stay ahead of your pain. What he was saying was, don't not take your pain meds at the allotted time, just because the pain is bearable. Take them while it's tolerable, so it stays that way. Because if it gets too bad, you just can't catch up. So I did. Always trying to get the meds in before it got too bad. Even setting an alarm clock in the middle of the night to take them so I didn't wake up racked in pain. I assure you, I learned the hard way. And it helped, but as we all know, it's not like the pain simply doesn't exist anymore. We still struggle, even if we are staying ahead of the pain with our medicine. But what if my doctor's advice wasn't just medical and physical? What if there's a spiritual truth to it as well? What if Jesus wants to enable us to stay ahead of our pain spiritually? with prayer. One way or another, I developed what I call my mishmash verse, my mishmash prayer verse or my prayer mantra and rally cry. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'll have heard me mention it many times over. But the more I talk about the problems of cancer, both physical and emotional and spiritual, I've come to see the power of having a rally cry, a mantra, or as I fondly call it, a mishmash verse. My theological lecturers at seminary will balk at the way I grabbed a few verses and in my befuddled state made them into one. And you won't find it in this form in the Bible, but here it is, snatched from places like Psalm 62, Psalm 91, 2 Samuel and a whole heap of other places. You are my rock and my salvation, my fortress and my strength. It's not terribly long and like I said, it's gleaned from all over the Bible. 
but it is all truth and it became my spiritual medicine. You can certainly make your own mishmash verse, but for now, just listen to those words again and let them speak to you. Let them become yours. You are my rock and my salvation, my fortress and my strength. And as I think about this verse, and I'm using air quotes here, verse, and the impact it's had on me, it seems to me there are a couple of things it did to bring this soothing balm to my soul during my pain. As I said, pain is a personal problem, and Jesus offers us a personal relief. The first thing is that the verse became a refuge in and of itself. It became my place of safety, my spiritual shot of morphine that I held onto, pressed into and took refuge in to bring relief to the pain. As I held onto these truths, I could let go of the grip the pain had on me. Secondly, it also gave me permission to be kind to myself. Friends, there are so many pressures on us as we go through cancer. They all add up on on top of a really busy and demanding lives that we already have. As we try and continue life as normal for the sake of everyone around us, we're tempted to push through the pain, to ignore it, and try and just muddle through. Because people are depending on us after all. But the truth is, God is our refuge and our fortress and our strength. He's got it. He's got you. And if he's got it, then surely you can and should relax. If he has grace for us, surely we must too. Every time I say those words, it's like a wave of cool air on a sunny day. He's got me. I'm important to him. He's provided this safe haven for me. It's okay to rest. It's okay to look after myself. It's okay to shut the world out and sit in a hot bubble bath. It's okay to get a hot water bottle and go and curl up by the fire. And it's okay to sit and watch all the episodes of The Crown that you've missed. These truths are the permission we need to be kind to ourselves. God is close to the crushed in spirit. He cares for you. And so you can care for yourself. My mishmash verse and rally cry also remind me that we don't need to run from pain. Now, we don't need a medical degree to know that stress and pain are not a good combination. And to avoid either, we often try and numb them with scrolling aimlessly online or heading to the pantry for a sugary fix or just one more glass of wine. With all the truth of the rally cry, we can face the pain head on and quiet it with the truth of who and whose we are, how safe in his presence we are, and how close he is to us in our pain. And lastly, if you've read my book, Breathe Again, you'll know the story of Grace, who has brain tumours continually growing inside her head. She has done since she had a concussion in middle school, and she has a rally cry. It is good is coming. Good is coming. And by declaring this over herself, she provides a place of strength and refuge from which to deal with her pain. It gives her much-needed permission to look after herself and provides healthier and more effective ways to face the pain rather than run from it with numbing and soul-destroying habits. In the dark of the painful sleepless nights, you can say, You are my rock and my salvation, my fortress and my strength. Good is coming. Through a blinding headache, you are my rock and my salvation, my fortress and my strength. Good is coming. 
Through nausea and exhaustion, you are my rock and salvation, my fortress and my strength. Good is coming. Somehow, somewhere, in the midst of the pain, the Lord draws close. Somewhere, somehow, our eyes are lifted to the heavens, and somehow and somewhere, there is soothing relief for a pain-filled soul. So in this somewhat more personal episode, where we're talking personal pain and our personal God who offers personal relief, I want to offer you my own personal solution, my own personal remedy, and that is to recognise that our Lord understands our pain, sympathises, and there is help. So that's exactly what we're going to do today as we pray through our usual trust prayer practice, taking him at his word, resting in his presence, unburdening our hearts, surrendering our hopes, fears and needs, and lastly, trusting in his word. And as I say this every week, I really want you to make this your own. This is your time of prayer with our Father. There's time between the prayers to pause, but you can pause it yourself if you like to take extra time to pray, to journal, and simply to sit in the Lord's loving arms. And you can grab your own handy-dandy trust prayer bookmark with the prayer practice written on it that you can keep in your journal or in your Bible over at chemochairprayers.com. So let us pray, thanking him for who he is and what he's done. Lord, we thank you that you understand pain. You have felt it, you have known it, you have lived through it. And Lord, we thank you that you meet us in our pain. Lord, you are our hope in times of trouble and our rock and our refuge in the storm. And we give you praise and thanks. And Lord, you gave your spirit to make sure we're not alone in our pain. And we thank you for that. Can I invite you to take a moment to thank the Lord for who he is and what he's done in your life this week? Now, let's take a moment to rest in his love. O Lord, we take this time to rest in your unending love. Lord, we breathe in your presence, your peace, your comfort. We breathe in our mantra. We repeat it over and over in the stillness, knowing it is truth. You are our rock and our salvation, our fortress and our strength. Good is coming. Now in the stillness, if you have a verse that you have made your own through your cancer journey, can I invite you to simply repeat it in the stillness, knowing that it is truth, that God is is with you. Now let's unburden our hearts. Oh Lord, sometimes the pain is just too much. And as soon as our pain is under control, it seems that something else starts to hurt, something else comes up. There is always something hurting or aching Pain might be invisible, Lord, to the people around me, and it's hard for them to understand. But Lord, I thank you that you understand. Lord, we need physical relief, yes, but we need your comfort and spiritual relief even more. 
We need them both. Take a moment to unburden your heart, telling God exactly how you're feeling, exactly how the pain is impacting your heart and your mind and your home and your relationships. Lay it all out, confident that he cares for you. Now let's surrender our hopes and fears and needs. Oh Lord, we leave our pain with you. We don't turn and run from it. We look at it and we give it to you. We acknowledge it and leave it with you. Lord, we ask for you to take it. But like Jesus, we say, not my will, but yours, Lord. We place all our fears and worries about the pain and what it's doing to us at the cross and we walk away. Can I invite you, as I always do, to take a moment to visualize yourself laying your pain and your heartache at the foot of the cross with Jesus and simply walking away. And lastly, let's take him at his word. Lord, we stand on your truth that you are our rock and salvation, our fortress and our strength. We trust your goodness, your presence and your will. In our pain, we say we believe. Help our unbelief. In our pain, we trust, help our lack of trust. In our pain, we turn to you, our comforter and our guide. Take a moment to tell God your intention and desire to take him at his word. Every week, I like to offer you a practical exercise or a spiritual discipline that you can take into the week ahead. And we like to do it now as well. And this week is no different. This week, I'd like to encourage you to find your own personal mantra, your own personal mishmash verse, and then write it out in your Bible, in your journal, lipstick on the mirror, whatever you like. And then I want to encourage you to find some ways to be kind to yourself. What would being kind to yourself look like this week? Would it be that long soak in a bubble bath? Would it be hanging out with friends? Maybe on FaceTime, given there's a global pandemic going on. Would it be just simply taking some time for you against the roar of the world? I'd love to hear what verse you choose to be your mishmash verse and how you are being kind to yourself. So why not hop over to the show notes for this episode at nikkihardy.com slash episode 15 and leave a note in the comments about what your mishmash verse is, your rally cry, your mantra and how you're being kind to yourself. And then take a look through the comments and see what other people are doing, what other scriptures they are using, especially if you need a little inspiration. Because as I say every week, thriving is a team sport and no one wins alone.
You've been listening to Chemo Chair Prayers with me, Nikki Hardy. And I always say that thriving is a team sport, so I'd love to know how you're doing and how this simple spiritual exercise and our trust prayer were for you. You can always find me and leave a comment on the Chemo Chair Prayers website, chemochairprayers.com. And that's also where you can download a copy of your own trust-guided prayer format bookmark. If you've enjoyed Chemo Chair Prayers, please recommend it to a friend, your cancer support group, or maybe forward it to your pastoral care team who might be looking for resources for those with cancer. And then why not hit subscribe and leave a five-star review? Not only will that ensure that you get the next episode when it airs, but your review will mean that others journeying through cancer will be able to find Chemo Chair Prayers more easily. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.